Good morning, Journey Church. Thank you. Hey, welcome to online streaming uh, this morning's message. I'm very excited about preaching this morning, and I'm so glad to be able to be sharing the word through a medium like uh, Facebook Live and through our website. Um, if you're on our website or even on Facebook, make sure you do check out the website. There's some other resources there for you. Um, we, we try to keep it updated. It's been kind of difficult lately, but there's just some great resources on the website the but was it playing uh, to help you grow in your faith was it playing this message? Uh, thing, uh, don't forget we have uh, yeah no that's right now, no that's what we're doing Bible studies, no 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 resources no I have to he says oh we're having technical problems because he tried talking through his mic that's on us you know I mean I guess he's got a mic on him what he told me to take that mic out there I don't know he's just confused but he's he's yeah you can hear him listen uh yeah now well now I gotta but I, don't know. I gotta crop this video. <laughs> oh, okay. Did they crop the video? Yeah, I'm not even. I'm yeah. sure that we didn't just kill the online whole. No. What's going on? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Well, good morning, Journey Church. Hey, welcome to online streaming. Uh, this morning's message. I'm very excited about preaching this morning, and I'm so glad to be able to be sharing the word through a medium like uh, Facebook Live and through our website. Um, if you're on our website or even you're on Facebook, make sure you do check out the website. There's some other resources there uh, for you. Um, we, we try to keep it updated. It's been kind of difficult lately, but there's just some great resources on the website, um, things to help you grow in your faith. Uh, thing uh, Don't forget, we have well, good morning, Journey Church. Hey, welcome to online streaming uh, this morning's message. I'm very excited about preaching this morning, and I'm so glad to be able to be sharing the word through a medium like uh, Facebook Live and through our website. Um, if you're on our website or even you're on Facebook, make sure you do check out the website. There's some other resources there uh, for you. Um, we, we try to keep it updated. It's been kind of difficult lately, but there's just some great resources on the website, um, things to help you grow in your faith. Uh, thing uh, Don't forget, we have uh, what's called Right Now Media. There's Bible studies, online video resources to help you, your family grow, including uh, children's ministry, things uh, like that. Also, as far as giving, um, you can do that right from our website 
Uh, you can give online. You can do that uh, through text also, as you saw. Well, good morning, Journey Church. Hey, welcome to online streaming uh, this morning's message. I'm very excited about preaching this morning, and I'm so glad to be able to be sharing the word through a medium like uh, Facebook Live and through our website. Um, if you're on our website or even you're on Facebook, make sure you do check out the website. There's some other resources there uh, for you. Um, we, we try to keep it updated. It's been kind of difficult lately, but there's just some great resources on the website, um, things to help you grow in your faith. Uh, thing, uh, don't forget, we have uh, what's called Right Now Media. There's Bible studies, online video resources to help you, your family grow, including uh, children's ministry things uh, like that. Also, as far as giving, um, you can do that right from our website. Uh, you can give online. You can do that if, uh, through text also, as you saw the little message a little earlier. Hey, so this morning. Um, we're doing things a little bit differently. The church, uh, the Governor Newsom has uh, basically declared that churches can't meet in person inside of a building. And uh, don't get me started on, on that. We do want to be safe. We, we, we uh, have been taking cautions to keep people safe in the sanctuary here. The seats have been distanced. But, so today, we're having service under our tent outside. And actually, right now, it's uh, 745. Um, I'm, I'm sharing this message with you early. I'm recording it, and then um, at at 9:30, or really a little after 10, after worship, um, I will be outside under the tent. While you're watching this uh, message, I'll be speaking live to the congregation in person under the tent. So, uh, hey, next week, feel free to come. We'll be under the tent. Um, you can also come and park in the parking lot. Listen to it on radio. Um, we're trying to continue to preach the gospel. Um, in any way that God will allow us to do it. And we will not stop. We will not stop. We will not stop gathering together because the Bible is clear on that. And I'm, I'm just declaring that now, um, that we will continue to meet together to encourage. Uh, we, will, we will do it as safely as we possibly can and also trusting God that he will, uh, he will protect us. Uh, we won't just uh, throw all, all caution to the wind. Um, but we will not stop the assembling together of the saints, uh, as some are in the habit of doing. So come out and join us under the tent next week. You can wear your mask um, if, if, and, and keep social distance. The chairs will still be separated out there. Come sit in the parking lot. Um, if you can't do that, make sure you're in fellowship, in, in contact with other people. You need it. We need it. Um, kind of funny, I have to say this morning, this is going to be my uh, second time preaching this message. Um, I, 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 it's kind of like first service, and I'm about to do second service. Well, actually, it's second service, and I'm going to go do third service. I preached this message uh, an hour ago and uh, to, to just you on the camera, and something went wrong. It didn't get recorded. And so I didn't know it until I said amen at the end of the prayer after about 35 minutes. Um, because we're now on a, on a, a, a reduced time schedule, I'm going to have a shorter message today.
but this message is super important, super important. So, so get your Bible, get your cup of coffee, and uh, let's, let's join in together. We're going to pray, and we're going to get into a time of the Word. Amen? Heavenly Father, as we go into the Word this morning, we thank you for your Word. It's true. We thank you for the encouragement of the saints. God bless our time in the Word this morning, in Jesus' name. Amen. So really what I'm going to do is just kind of skip some of my intro uh, that, that I did. And I apologize. Things happen, and uh, we can't always control that. And so, so the intro really can be off of last week's message and the, and the first message in the series of Habits of Highly Effective Christians. So I encourage you over the course of this week, if you haven't listened to the first message, which I think was three weeks ago, or, or the second message, which was last week, Mickey preached in between. Go listen to those. We talk about what a Christian is, what, uh, what, what it really means to be effective, why we, we would want to do that. Uh, we talked about that three weeks ago. Last week, we talked about the key, and I just want to touch this real quick before we go into the message. The key, the master key to habits of highly effective Christians is abiding, abiding in Christ. We, we didn't uh, do something that you can do first. We did something uh, to be. See, God calls us to be long before he calls us to do. Um, and so we are supposed to be uh, in him. And so abiding in him. Listen to last week's message. I don't want to spend too much time there because I want to get on to today. And we're going to spend just about 20 minutes. Uh, so we're going to pack this thing out. Because uh, I, yeah. Anyway, so. This morning, our key, our key scripture for this morning's key, um, and, and this is in order for me. Abiding is first, and this next one is next. And it comes out of Proverbs chapter 4. I'm going to read 20 through 27. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth, and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. That's Proverbs chapter 4, 20 through 27. But the key verse today is found in verse 23. In the NIV, the verse... Uh, the way that I think most of us are actually familiar with this verse, it says, guard your heart. Above all, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. That's the key verse, and that's the, the, the key for this morning's message, is about guarding our heart. Guard your above all. That means it's the most important thing of everything else, and that's why we're talking about it this morning. Above all, Guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Your whole life comes out of your heart and what's in there, and, and we need to guard that. So I want to talk just quickly, briefly, about, uh, about that, the idea of what is the heart. See, the heart is not just this muscle that beats within us. Um, it's not just this, this thing about the size of our fist that's pumping blood, and, and the heart is an amazing, amazing muscle. That, that pumps blood and oxygen throughout our whole body. It's incredibly important physically, but the, 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 
the uh, spiritual heart, if you will, the other part of the heart is is the the core of who we are. In in fact, in French, the word uh, for heart is core. I can't say it correctly, uh, but but it, it's core. It's it's the heart. It's where we get the word courage. It's courage means that you're heartened, that you have strength in your heart. We have to guard our heart. Well, the Bible teaches a lot about the heart, and the, the heart uh, is is not the mind. It's it's different. Though the heart is affected by the mind, we have the heart, and it's really like the the center of our will. It's it's our emotions, but it's much more than our emotions. It's it's our it's our core. When we will refer to people sometimes going, oh, he's got such a good heart. Well, sometimes he's got such a good heart, but he's got some bad actions. You know, but, but at his core, he's good, and he's wrestling through some things, maybe, and, and, uh, but he's got a good heart. Now, sometimes we tell people that they have a good heart even uh, that they, they don't. They actually have allowed their heart to get rotten. And um, we, we, we can't encourage people with, that don't have a good heart. Um, but that's a whole other thing. We need to guard our heart, this, this part of our will and our emotions. Understanding that it's our heart that is, is at the center of our life, and it is the wellspring of life. In the New King James, it said, um, it spring, from out of it, out of the heart, spring the issues of life. Come the issues of life. Well, it's true. Whatever's happening in, in your heart is, is going to bring forth what's happening in your life. Good fruit, bad fruit, um, the things of God, the things of, of the world, of the flesh, and the devil. And so we need to guard our heart, understand how important that heart is and what, what's really happening. So that's, that's such an important part. The next part I want to focus on is that this word guard. Well, the Hebrew for the word guard um, can, can also mean other things. And the New King James has a better definition there. It says to keep. It says keep your heart. Um, it, the word in the Hebrew can mean guard. It can mean keep. It can also mean maintain and protect. And it's it's really not uh, it's not a good practice to just take one word um, and, and, and define it. We need to understand the whole kind of concept between a word to really get a better excuse me, understanding of it. So guarding your heart is not just about protecting it, though that's part of it. It also means to keep it or maintain it. So when we're thinking this morning that the, one of the most, the keys to, to having an effective spiritual life, an effective Christian life, um, is to guard your heart. It's, it's not just to protect it from things. It's also to maintain it. Well, how do you maintain things? Well, you you make sure that it's, it's functioning well. And, and if you're to, to maintain a flower or a plant, you would have to be giving it uh, nutrients. To maintain your body, you've got to put nutrients in it. You've got to exercise. And, and the same thing is with our heart. So the maintenance side of guarding your heart, of keeping your heart, maintaining your heart is so important this morning uh, in this message because that is is the center of of everything that's who we are and that's where all the issues of life are going to come is from that maintaining our heart okay so it's it's important to get that so just like a physical body needs 
uh, food, um, we can feed our physical body bad food, and w and, and we'll end up uh, not with with less energy. We'll end up not feeling as good. Um, sometimes we'll be depressed, even just because of the foods we're eating. We're getting too much junk in our life, too much sugars, and 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 it causes chemical processes that really affect our life and our body and our minds and our emotions. Well. So instead, we need to put good things uh, into our body, healthy foods, and, and, and exercise, and, and plenty of water. And when we do those, we actually feel better. Now, sometimes we feel deprived, or we think we're deprived of, of the yummy foods that we want to eat. And the same thing happens spiritually. Sometimes we, we think we're being deprived because we're saying no to some of these other things. Uh, but truthfully, we're becoming healthier. And the same thing is with our heart. Is, is we need to maintain it well. We need to feed it properly, give it good nutrition, and, 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 and even exercise. We're going to talk a little bit about this, that this morning, some of these uh, fundamentals in guarding and maintaining our heart. So, so we're not just going to be uh, protecting it from things, but we're also going to be putting things into it. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that word also protect guard there's three questions that we might ask and the the first question is um well you know how, how do i do that how do i protect my heart um and we're going to talk about that this morning another question that, that could be asked is why do i protect my heart well, we, we protect our heart because from our heart is the wellspring of life. Everything in our life is flowing out from our heart. Our actions come from what's happening in our heart many times. And, and Jesus said that out of the abundance of the heart, uh, the mouth speaks. So, so we are, uh, we're guarding our heart um, so that we have a better life and so that we please God. But there's another way you could ask why. And when I was young, I had a lot of friends who did this. It's poor grammar. But I think that, that asking it in the poor grammar way it brings it to another level. And it's not poor grammar. There's actually a purpose for asking, uh, stating the question this way. For what are you guarding your heart? Or what are you guarding your heart for? And, and we'd say, well, that's not the way to ask the question. It would be why. Well, no, there's two questions. Why is one. But the other one is what are you guarding your heart for? Or what are you guarding your heart toward? See, we're guarding our heart for God, toward God. We are protecting it so that it doesn't go to the wrong place. So, so keeping that as the focus is, is super, super important. We are, uh, how are we going to do it? Why are we going to do it? And what are we doing it for or toward? It, that helps keep the end in mind. The goal is, to have a heart after God. The Bible talked about David as being a man after God's heart. He was a friend of God, a man after God's heart. Well, David was full of sin, but his heart was quick to repent, and it was toward God. And so we need to, to guard our heart, to protect our heart, to maintain our heart toward and for God. It's incredibly important. Out of the abundance of this heart, the mouth is going to speak. And so... This morning's message is, is key. 
And, and it's not going to be something we're just going to do this week. We're going to continue to do it because we, this is an ongoing, lifelong process. So let's, let's talk about um, some of these things in, in, in guarding our hearts. Um, how, how do we do this? One of the ways to guard our heart is, is and again, it's, it's what's happening inside of our will and, and our emotions at the core of our being. So, so one of the things that affects our heart is um, our thinking. You know, as a man thinks, so is he. If at the core of our, our being is our heart, our thought process is going to really affect that. And so, so one of the things that we need to, to be very aware and mindful of is, is our th- thinking process, our thought process, the things that we're allowing um, to go happen in our mind. So, so we guard our heart by also guarding our mind. We choose to think about the things of God. And, and, and it's one of the things that is robbing so many Christians is this whole, this whole thing of, of allowing thoughts and processes into our mind and then, and then keeping them, and then it begins to change our heart. We need to recognize truth from lie. We need to, um, to be able to, to, to recognize when the thoughts come in. Well, part of this thing of guarding your heart is, is going to overlap with some other principles that we'll talk more in depth with next week. I'm just going to hit them kind of quickly. And, and um, I apologize because in, our, in my first service, the one that didn't get recorded, I was able to spend more time in this. We're going to hit them more next week. But let me, let me kind of hit these quickly. Prayer and reading of the Word, which are also habits of highly effective of Christians, is, is part of the same way it, it overlaps with, with guarding our heart. So we need to be people of the Word of God. When we, when we read the Word, we begin to know what God wants for us. We also begin to know the... the uh, attitude of God and his character towards us and towards life and towards sin. So having a habit of reading your reading the Bible, reading the word of God is so important because it's going to help to to know what we think about which can help us to guard our thoughts, guard our heart. Um, and, and so when we read the word, we don't just check it off of a list. We're reading the, the Word, but we're also kind of letting the Word read us. We're reading it with an open heart and mind to say, Lord, speak to me. Um, often we'll even use that phrase, yeah, the Lord spoke to my heart. Well, why do we say the heart, not the mind? Because something in here, it's, it's that deep inner voice. It's that I- uh, internal thing God is speaking to. God is ministering to us in, in, into our heart. And so the Word is going to help to help us guard our heart as we read the Word. But we also let the word read us. We spend time in it. I encourage you to get a book, uh, multiple books. Um, one would be God's Promises for Your uh, for Every Need. Um, it was actually compiled by A.L. Gill, and it's just scriptures. And you can look up what you're going through, what you're feeling, and it has scriptural promises. and And, and so that's a good companion to the Bible. Don't I mean it's just scripture, um, but it's also good to read whole passages. But you can. Find the scriptures in this book, read them, and then you can also go and read where they're at in the, in the Bible. 
um, God's promises for your every need. And there's other things too to help you when you're going through issues to get into the Word of God. Um, start start a, a, a reading habit. Ask other people where you should read. But you, there's resources you say, what should I read if I'm feeling anxious or discouraged or lonely? And let the Word begin to minister to you. Another thing is, is prayer. And it's, it's so important, our prayer life. And prayer isn't just talking to God. Prayer really encompasses uh, so much more because it's communication. It's communication with God. And when you communicate, um, it, you don't just talk to someone. You listen to them as well. If you're going to go and have, it's, that's why it's co-unication. Uh, community is, takes more than one person doing all the work. And so even this, this morning as people are beginning to arrive right now, um, they're, they're setting up chairs under the tent. And it's taking a community to make this service happen. Communication is two ways. And so um, when we're, we're living in that relationship of prayer, we have to talk to God. And you can talk to him about anything. You can, t you know, tell him your, your, your worries and your fears. And you can ask uh, him to bless people. And, and, we, and I do that all the time. But you also have to listen. You've got to develop a listening heart and a, a listening heart, a listening ear. So you can have a listening heart to let him speak to you. And he will. He'll speak to your heart. Uh, he'll speak to you through his word. But he'll also just begin to confirm things in your life. So you've got to spend time. Another part of communication is just spending time in someone's presence. Uh, often... I spend time with Shannon. We just we're just together, and uh, we're, we're sitting together. Sometimes we're we're in a sense looking at each other or or whatnot. Um, maybe we're talking. We just have times of silence, and that's good. There's other times that I purpose I purpose to go and sit in her presence, even if I'm studying. Uh, last night I went home, and and I, I so I could just study in the same room with her to just let her know that that I was there with her and for her there's times that if I'm working on a project she'll come and, and just be with me uh, hang out with me um, and sometimes I don't I, I'm actually too focused to, to talk to her um, but I know that she's there and she's there for me and 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 that's that's wonderful you can do the same thing with God you know, he's always with us. But if you begin to actually realize that he's with you, your, your heart, your life begins to get encouraged and it really begins to change things. He's not there sitting in your presence so we can go, well, what did you do wrong? Oh, oh you know, I saw you do that. And I say, he's not making a list of all the things that you're doing wrong. He's there because he loves you. And if you will realize that, that God comes comes in a sense he's there but he comes to be with you because he loves you and he's sitting with you in your presence because he loves you that part of the communication is powerful and in that part of prayer is so powerful because it's going to begin to form and fashion the things that you do not because he's watching you but because he loves you and then you purpose in your heart to say lord i am going to purposely just know that you're here and I'm, I'm here I'm here in your presence, even if you're working on a task. So, so reading the word and prayer, uh, multiple types of prayer, talking, listening, sitting, meditating, being in the, in the presence, um, they're in, incredibly, incredibly important uh, in this process of, of guarding your heart. Okay, I want to hit a couple more things real quick before we close. And, and they're super important. It's, it's the thought process. We started talking this a little bit. The, your thinking 
is is really important. My thinking, the things that I think about, whether I think about the things of God or the things of of the flesh in the world, whether I think about things that are are, are positive, the, the scriptures teach us that whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is praiseworthy, if anything's noble, that we should think about. Because when we think about the other things, it actually begins to change our heart. We have to spend time uh, purposefully guarding, protecting our thoughts to think about the things of God. God is love. God is a God of peace. God is uh, full of strength and courage. Well, our thoughts often are not love. They're, they're anger or hatred. Our thoughts are often anxiety. They're not peace. Our, our thoughts um, are often contrary to the things that God has. And so we need to begin to work with our thought process recognize the thoughts when they come in and say, you know what, that, I don't think that thought's glorifying to God at all. I'm going to work at the things that come in. Here's, here's our problem is we let the thoughts come in, but we let them stay too long. You know, sometimes we invite the thoughts and sometimes we don't. They, they, sometimes they're just intrusive thoughts and they come in. But when we don't recognize them and we begin to entertain the thoughts, those thoughts begin to actually change our heart. And now our heart is, is beginning to go uh, crooked. So the, the thoughts is so important. It, the Bible encourages us to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. So that when these thoughts come in, you, you need to go through a process going, is, is this truth? Not a truth, but is this truth? And there's a difference between truth and fact. There are things that are facts, but there are things that, that are true that are above the facts, that supersede the facts. You know, one of them is that COVID-19, fact, it's, it, it exists, fact. It, 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 it is making some people sick, fact, it's killing some people, truth. God is my healer, God is my hope, truth. God is my refuge, truth. We're supposed to still continue to gather together to encourage each other, even amidst this. Yeah, do we have to use wisdom? Sure. We, we can do it in a safe manner. But the enemy's trying to get us to stop gathering together, to not be uh, where, where we can encourage and love one another. Hey, we, we, we need to learn uh, how to do that and do it better. Um, the enemy is getting a foothold in this area, and he's going to cause our thoughts and our emotions and then our heart to go astray. The, the thoughts that you think. In fact, even in Jeremiah 29, it's, uh, one of the translations for that is, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. You know, God's thoughts are amazing. And it's important, his thoughts. Uh, our thoughts are, are also very important. Very, very important. Joyce Meyer, d doesn't matter what you, you really think of her, her, her teachings on and uh, her book on the battlefield of mind is so important for us to understand. There's a war that's happening. It's raging up here in our mind. And, and we can win so many spiritual battles if we'll just recognize that the battle first is, is up here. First is up here. Um, the, the scriptures teach us that God cannot be tempted, nor does he tempt anyone. The scriptures say, God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But we are tempted when by our own evil desires we're dragged away and enticed. See, these, these, that's part of the, the thoughts and the enticement. And, and we have control of whether we'll go into that. We can take every thought captive. That's so incredibly important in this process of guarding our heart. If you're not going to guard your mind, you'll never guard your heart. What are you putting? So, so it's our mind. And how do things get in the mind? Well, they get in through the ear gate. What are you listening to? Who are you listening to? Who are you spending time with? 
as we talked about spending time with God a few minutes ago, it, it, uh, it's also important of who you spend time with in the natural. If you're, whoever you're spending time with has the ability to begin to shape your heart. And, and so the, the thing is not to cut everyone off, but to guard and maintain your heart when you're spending time with other people. Don't let them steer your heart away from the things of God. Take control of those things. Sure, you're going to have conversations, but let those thoughts get, get, become captive. Let those, the time you spend with people not shape your heart towards something else. But the, the, the irrigate, the thoughts are going to come in. They come in in your mind without hearing anything, but they also come in through, through what you're listening to. What, what, what kind of news shows are you listening to? What kind of radio shows are you listening to? What, uh, what, what, are you, what, are you putting, what are you listening to? Guard those. Guard those. Make sure that they're, they're of God and they're godly and they're pointing you that, that you're listening to, to godly things. And, 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 and otherwise, you've got to have your, when, when you are hearing other things, you've got to have your spiritual antenna up to go, no, that's not truth. I'm not going to receive that. So you've got your, your thoughts, your ears, your eyes. What are you putting before your eyes? You can help guard your heart by what you think, what you hear, and then what you see. Don't, don't fool yourself. You can't watch horrible movies all the time and, and not be changed by them. You can't be looking at, at wickedness. And I can just, just say this right out. Uh, you guys, if, you've, if you're dabbling in porn, if you're not even dabbling anymore, you're just giving yourself fully to it, and you're swiping, 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 looking at all these images, whether they're fully naked or not, it's pornography, and it's affecting your mind. I mean, we, we're going to teach on that someday. It's, it's literally rewiring your mind, and that's causing your heart to stray. What are you putting in for us? Get rid of that junk. Get rid of that junk. Watch what you're putting it, you know, be careful what you're putting into your eyes, into your ears, and the, and the thoughts that are coming. You need to, to guard all of those things, protect all those things, so that you can guard your heart and maintain your heart. So incredibly, incredibly important. The key, the master key to this whole thing of being an effective believer, disciple, Christian, is abiding in Christ. And, and one of the keys to abiding in Christ is to guard your heart. You've got to maintain your heart. Put the good things in. Keep the, the bad things out. Spend time in, 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 word, in the Word. Spend time in prayer, listening, talking, meditating. You know, meditation can, can be negative. In fact, somebody said, uh, worry is just meditating on the wrong things. Stop meditating on the wrong things. Meditate on the things of God. Think about the things of God. Put, put the things of God before your eyes and in your ears and... and, and uh, and, and things that bring you life and joy and peace. Abide with Him. Let the Holy Spirit live in and through you so that out of your life comes love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, meekness, self-control. Those are the results of you spending time with God and abiding in Him. And, and you can't really abide in Christ if your heart is not for, for, Christ, for Christ. Your heart has to be there, the center of your being. So this isn't a one-time message. This is something we need to develop and keep living. But, but it's, the, it's the first step. And we'll talk a little bit more about prayer and, and reading next week. And I'll give you, I'm actually going to give some practicals and uh, some things of, of how to spend time in the Word and how to spend time in prayer. And we'll talk about some of these other habits in the coming weeks. All right? I want to pray for us. God, I thank you for this morning and the, the ability that, to have this technology to be able to, um, to, to preach and to, to share your word with those on Facebook and those on the website. 
um, and even in the future who might listen to it down the road. God, I pray that above all things, as, as Proverbs 4.23 says, above all things we will guard, keep, maintain our heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Out of, out of our heart flow the issues of life. God, we need to be people who, who treat ourselves well, treat our heart well. It's not selfishness. It's, it's, it's right. We feed our bodies. We maintain our bodies. We try to maintain health, healthy habits. God, help us to have healthy habits for our heart. Cause us to be strong to say no to ungodliness, to pursue righteousness, to pursue you, to guard that heart, to make our heart the most precious thing. Not to let other people harm our heart by, by leading us astray, by speaking negative and in, in, in untrue words, by thinking impure thoughts. God, help us to protect, maintain, guard our hearts this week and, and, and each and every day and every week. God, help us to recognize the thoughts that come in and take them captive quickly and not let them dance around in our minds and then affect our heart. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And God bless you guys. Love you so much.